Welcome back in everyone to a fabulous new Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We have three stellar artists here on our show today. We are joined by the playwright Anthony M. Laura and the performers Katia Mendoza and Annie Grace Payne. They're all part of Face to Face Films presentation of Shadows. It's playing December 1st through the 16th at the Jeffrey and Paula Girl Theater at ART New York, and you can get your tickets and more information by visiting shadowstheplay.com. We are very excited to have these guests with us today and to learn more about this wonderful show. So let's welcome on our wonderful panel, Anthony, Katya, Annie Grace. Welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Hi. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for all for being here today. Thank you, especially midday, the day before Thanksgiving as we record this. I feel like we're all just ready to call it a day. But we are here today to talk about this amazing show that you're all putting together and getting ready to open soon, Shadows. So Anthony, I would love to start with you as our playwright. Can you tell us a little bit about what Shadows is about? So Shadows is a story about Lindsay, who's played by Katya, and Kensley, played by Annie Grace. And it's a, a love story that also deals with a very heavy component of grief. That, wow. Wow. <laughs> we we took a hard left. But... <laughs> we did. We did. We took it. We, we got to be honest about it. So what inspired you to write this story? So this is the second part of a trilogy the show last year was girl with the red hair and so i wanted to expand on talking about memory in a different way so it started really just with the theme of memory and then as i started to do research i started to find more links to what i was writing unknowingly about early onset alzheimer's so then it started for me, about how I would weave that into a love story that I wanted to tell. That is wonderful. For our listeners out there, if you want to know more about the first installment, The Girl with the Red Hair, we did have Anthony on last year to talk about that. You can find that in our archives. But this is incredible that it's the second installment of the trilogy and that we're continuing on with it. So I want to bring on our our two actresses now. Katya and Annie, and I want to ask you to, you know, how did you two come upon this show? And Katya, I want to start with you on that. Yeah, for sure. So last year I auditioned for The Girl with Red Hair, and that's how I met Anthony. And so, you know, we did that whole rehearsal process together. And then for the workshop, I came on as Ariana, and then somewhere around I want to say like June May I came on as Lindsay and so that's how I'm here (laughs) Annie what about you yeah I just applied to an actor's access post and got called in for Kensley and I know it was a little up in the air because the cast was kind of shifting around at the time and thankfully it worked out for me that I got to be a part of the play and so now I'm Kinsley, and it's great. That's so wonderful. Now, sticking with you, Annie, I want to know, what has it been like developing this role of Kinsley? It's been really fun. I always enjoy the process of getting to kind of 
develop and create a character. I mean, obviously, Anthony had already written her down, so there was a lot to her already. But it's been really fun. And Anthony, he creates such a collaborative environment in the rehearsal space. And so it's really fun to just, you know, ask questions and dive deeper and, you know, what about this, like diving into her backstory and how that got her to where she is in this show. So yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun. Katya, how about you? You know, this is the world premiere of the second installment of the trilogy. What has it been like developing the role of Lindsay? Oh gosh, it's been so amazing. And one thing that's really nice about working with Anthony is that he, he we really do a more kind of extensive rehearsal process that's a bit more unusual for theater here in New York. So it's been really nice to just kind of, and like Andy Gray said, he's very collaborative. So there's a lot of conversations had before we even start rehearsing. So a lot of just time to cultivate the character and the relationship. So it's really a gift to to have this much time. Yeah, it's been great. That is fabulous. And I want to round this question out, of course, with Anthony, our playwright. As we get ready to open the world premiere of the show, what has it been like developing your work? Yeah, this is this has been really just really interesting. It's my first original work in 11 years because Girl with the Red Hair last year was a remount from 12 years ago. So the writing, I really haven't had like what I felt represented my writing on stage in 12 years. So it was very kind of terrifying. But for this whole year from when, you know, working with Katya right after Girl with the Red Hair from we started, I believe, in like February for the workshop, because then we put the workshop up in April. All of the actors who have been involved have just made this what it is. And and that's just something I really like to do. And something I'm also doing for the final installment next year is I like to hire actors very, very early. So then as I'm writing or rewriting, I'm writing for them or with them in mind, especially when it is something like this, which is a, a premiere. That is very cool. So I'm curious to know, what is the message or thought you all hope audiences take away from the show? And Katya, I'm going to start first with you on that. Yeah, for sure. Oh gosh, there's so much, but I would, I would say, one thing that I would really, really hope everyone comes out with is just a newfound kind of gratitude for the life we all kind of get to live. And I think a gratitude for the for the things that might be written off as just very basic, just kind of having, you know, family to call, a mother to call up, a table to have breakfast at, to know, to be able to drive, you know, things like that, that we often write off as being, you know, common and just really like minute things. So yeah, just gratitude for what is around you, for the people who are in your life and to just really focus on the present, I think is something that I would really love for everyone to walk away with. Love it. Wonderful. Anthony, what about you? What message or thought do you hope audiences take away? I do agree with Katya that there is an overload of things I hope people walk away with. But I do think for me, it is about the power that love can have, and especially in times of grief. 
That is a wonderful message. I really like that. And I think especially around this time, that's a beautiful message to have. Yeah. And bringing us home, Annie, your thoughts about the messenger or thought you hope audiences will take away? Yeah, I mean, copy and paste everything they said, you know, gratitude. I know, I know when I leave any rehearsal space with this show, I always find myself reflecting on my own life and uh, connecting what these characters are going through with my own. And I think one thing that I know I've taken away is just the power of being able to be true to yourself no matter what is happening in your life, no matter who you're with and just remaining present. The cliche of, you know, stop and smell the roses is a cliche for a reason. And I, I think it's, that is one that I hope people can, can hold on to with this show. Yes. Well, my final question for this first part is again, for all of you, and it's who do you hope have access to shadows? Anthony, I'm going to go and start first with you on that. Sure. I, I've talked about this a little bit in terms because we do have an all-female cast. And one thing that I hope is that we have, I don't think we have ever really spoken in the rehearsal room about gender. We've always just spoken about the characters and with them as people. So I'm hoping that we have ages from 14 to, to 70 in our cast. So I'm hoping it, it re reaches quite a wide range. And, you know, it, it just kind of reminds me of making sure we're, we're not labeling. We also sometimes tend to look at all female casts and say it's a story for just women. And, and I don't think that's the story. So I, I hope quite a well-rounded audience. That's a fabulous answer. I love that. And thank you for bringing attention to the fact that the cast is all female. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Annie, I want to jump to you now and ask who do you hope have access to the show? Yeah, I mean, I like Anthony said, I, I really think this is a story for everyone, no matter who you are, what age you are, where you are in your life. I think we can see bits of ourselves sprinkled within all of these characters and the things they're going through. And I think it's always lovely to have a piece of art that you can feel connected to. And so I hope anyone and everyone can come. Wonderful, beautiful answer. And bringing us home on this first part, Katya, tell us who you hope have access to the show. Yeah, I mean... They kind of said it. I also think that there's a real something really beautiful about off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway shows is I think the accessibility for just like financially. You know, of course, Broadway is so great, but a lot of the times the tickets can be so incredibly expensive. Same with a, a lot, you know, lots of other shows. But I think that, you know, students who are either studying and conservatories or just you know people in general who want to have a good evening but not spend a fortune on tickets i think the accessibility of the show is also really beautiful so again everyone no no discrimination here i hope everyone can come and enjoy it
Now for the second part of our interview, I want to change lanes and let our listeners get to know all of you a little bit better. Pick your brains, if you will. And I want to start with our two performers. And I want to ask, you know, what or who inspires you? What playwrights, composers, or shows have inspired you in the past or just some of your favorites? And Katya, I'm going to stick with you first on this. Oh, my goodness. I... I really adore, I don't know if I can name, suddenly every playwright I've ever known is blanking, but I will say this. (laughs) I am such a huge fan of seeing family dynamics in any capacity, on stage, in film, TV. I think there's just something so interesting, something that everyone can really relate to. So I, I really, that's something that's really inspiring to me and it really kind of lights a fire within me. So yeah, I really am a fan of the family dramas, of course, when female female leads are always great too. Vague, but there there it is. <laughs> no, I love that. I uh, that's a great answer. A great list of inspiration there. So that's wonderful. Annie, what about you? What are who inspires you? Oh my goodness, so much, so many people. I I was originally trained in musical theater, so it it holds a very special place in my heart. I'm a I'm a sucker for you know a fun a fun whimsical musical, and I'm also a fan of you know the ones that are very heavy and are dealing with you know very emotional topics. I also I really love I I am a sucker for kind of. What's the word I'm looking for? This is not the word I want to use, but it's all I can think of. So more of like a traditional thing. So Shakespeare and a classic, you know, The Crucible is one of my faves. Love it. Love it. Let me just eat it up, you know? (laughs) Another fabulous list there. Shout out to musical theater, by the way. Absolutely agree with that. Now, Anthony, we had you on last year to talk about the girl with the red hair. So having you back again, number one, is wonderful. But this time around, I would love to ask, you know, how did you get into get into the performing arts? I started writing really young, but I started writing screenplays. And I went to film school. And when I came out of film school, I which I found this to be common, it may be different now, that they don't teach you how to work with actors. So I had not taken one class about acting or with an actor to direct them. And so then I said, where the best place to learn to work with actors is theater. So I took 10 years and started writing shows and just learning how to communicate with actors in a way that I felt was collaborative. And that was kind of my way in. That is really fascinating. Well, now I know you've all been very busy rehearsing and getting ready, as I said, for the opening, which is coming up. But by off chance, have any of you seen any great theater lately that you might be able to recommend to our listeners? Recently, I saw, I believe it was still in previews, actually saw it with Annie Grace. I saw Scene Partners, which I thought, I mean, Diane Weist in anything is is pretty incredible. But this was a a really, I think, expansive work (laughs) that I I just really enjoyed the journey of it. I can't wait to see that show. There was the Melissa Etheridge 
Etheridge show was really amazing. I I was I wasn't really sure what I was walking into, if I'm being honest, but I was like, oh my goodness, like this is a story. And you know, it felt with great music too. And so that's a really, really good one that I walked away being like, yeah, that's a show. So <laughs> yeah, I've I have suggestions, but they're all things I've seen that have already closed so I don't know but I some theater that I saw recently was A Doll's House which I mean Jessica Chastain I mean she's just the sun the moon and the stars you know Goodnight Oscar was really lovely as well I had the pleasure of seeing Parade I also saw and oh my gosh oh my gosh but sadly all of these things are closed and no one can go see it but they're great and if they ever reopen go see those things <laughs> a testament of why it's important to go see theater when it's here yes, exactly well let me ask you what is your favorite part about working in the theater and annie i'd like to start with you first on that oh my goodness i mean just the aspect that it's live i think is what makes it so special and the fact that with every performance you have a new audience and so it's going to be kind of a new energy every time and that I think is just so cool and it's and even as an audience member it's it's something you can really feel from the actors as well just like that energy of us all sharing this space and this story together fantastic answer love it Katya how about you yeah, kind of just to echo what Annie Grace just said, the the live aspect of it is really just like nothing else. I mean, also, this might be like so dumb, but the fact that you get to tell the story in chronological order every night is so great, as opposed to like when you're doing a short film or a film or anything, oftentimes the scenes will be, you know, shot, of course, shot out of order. So there is something really special that's just doing it live and doing the full story every night, as well as the rehearsal process, of course. I think there's something really nice to be found in the rehearsal process for theater. Yeah. Completely agree. That's a stupendous answer. Now, Anthony, I know we've had you on before, but I'm curious to know if the answer has changed at all. So, you know, what is your favorite part about working in the theater? In addition to just kind of the thrill of live i think just going back to collaboration i think everything just changes with each person you're collaborating with they bring more and you know if you find the right collaborators you don't it just keeps getting better and better and it's just more fun say that again for the people in the back absolutely that's why they're called plays <laughs> Well, we've now arrived at my favorite question to ask guests, and I'm so excited to hear yours. And that is, what is your favorite theater memory? I'm, I'm trying to rack my brain. I'm, I'm sure I have a lot of like horror stories in theater that are really fun, but I'll, I'll share my kind of introduction to performing in general is one of my favorite memories. I was like seven years old. Sure, let's say seven. And a tour of the Wizard of Oz was coming through the town I was living in. And they had this, like, I don't even know. I was so small. I guess, like, a program or something where they took on local kids from a dance studio. And they got to be munchkins in the Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead number for, like, one night. And 
I got the opportunity to do that. And that was my introduction to performing and being on stage. I don't even think they had us. I think they literally just had to stand there, but it was like so exhilarating. And I was just like so hooked ever since then. And it's a memory that I cherish a lot. Oh, I love that. We love a great origin story. So thanks for sharing that. Yes. That is such an iconic start, by the way. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like you're a munchkin. Yeah. That, I would shut up about that, me personally. <laughs> my, I guess, I, this is kind of more of like a accumulation, but in in high school, <laughs> we would do these competitions shows once a year. And they're, they were the most stressful things. I, like literally to this day, I'm like, I would never ever do that ever again. But there's just something so special when it's like coming to the warm up when you're like about to go on and you're with everybody like the whole cast crew like you're just circling in and there's there's just like a moment where you're all kind of in it together and you're you know you're holding hands you're trusting and there's just I think that is really when the the bond the love for what we do kind of really comes in when we're all with one objective so yeah not really one but I guess I'll I'll, I'll go with that <laughs> But no, but a great relatable memory for all of our theater friends out there. That's a beautiful memory. Thank you for sharing that. Anthony, bring us home. What is one of what's another right. one of your favorite theater memories? Mine is a little more melancholy, I think. But my parents divorced when I was five. So they have very rarely been in the same room together since. And when I first put my first show on in 2007 they were both in the room at the same time watching on opening night and it was like this moment where I don't know they there was just like this pride and we kind of just forgot that you know there was like tension and it was just like this really beautiful moment of kind of coming together that is amazing that is a wonderful testament to the power of theater I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you all for sharing those wonderful memories. Truly, those are fabulous. Do any of you have any other projects or productions coming on the pipeline that we might be able to plug for you? Well, so next year for our company, we are doing the third part of this which is called Duality, which is actually Annie Grace is joining me on that. And so that is kind of taking the first two, Girl with the Red Hair and Shadows, and combining worlds into a third play. So we have that set for December of 2024. Amazing. Oh, I can't wait. Well, that brings you to my final question, which is if our listeners would like more information about Shadows or about any of you, perhaps they'd like to reach out to you, how can they do so? So for Shadows, they can go to shadowstheplay.com. And then for our company, they can go to face2facefilms.net. I was just going to plug my Instagram, at Annie Grace Payne, just my name. That's where I'm usually talking about, about some good stuff, you know? <laughs> I'll go ahead and do the same. I'll plug my Instagram. It's Katya. <laughs> Katya, two A's at the end. Sophia, two A's at the end as well. 
that ridiculous, but there it is. Or KatyaMendoza.com. Wonderful. Well, Anthony, Katya, Annie, thank you all so much for taking the time to stop by and speak with me today. The show sounds amazing. I am so excited about it. I, I can't wait to see it. And I'm so excited for all of you. So thank you for your time today. This has been great. Thanks so thank much you. for having us. This has been thank wonderful. You. Yeah, this was really fun. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with your energy, by the way. <laughs> Last, thank you. <laughs> My guests today have been the playwright Anthony M. Laura and the performers Katia Mendoza and Annie Grace Payne, all who are part of Face to Face Film's presentation of Shadows. It's playing December 1st through the 16th at the Jeffrey and Paula Girl Theater at ART New York. And you can get your tickets and more information by visiting shadowstheplay.com. We also have some other contact information for our guests, which we'll be listing in our episode description, as well as on our social media posts. But make sure you join us December 1st through the 16th at the Jeffrey and Paula Girl Theater. We'll let you know exactly when we'll be attending so we can make it a stage whisper night out at the theater. But the show is Shadows, playing December 1st through the 16th. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez, reminding you to turn off your cell phones Unwrap your candies. And keep talking about the theater. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our brand new website for all things Stage Whisper and theater. You'll be able to find merchandise, tours, tickets, and more. Simply visit stagewhisperpod.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.